0: And I want to say this to the listeners, too, is, you know, you don't have to label yourself vegan. You you don't have to label yourself anything. There's one thing you can do. Just eat more foods that come from the earth. Mm -hmm. Just eat more foods that are, like, living. That's it. Even if you're still eating crappy stuff, the more nutrients, the more food you consume. I want people to eat more. Eat so much more food of the right food. Because when you triple up your your greens intake or your you know legumes or just anything from the earth you will realize how much fuller you feel how much more hydrated you feel and you're less inclined to make poor choices it just happens
1: welcome to the eat green make green podcast i'm your host pat mccauley This podcast is all about celebrating the lives of those who have adopted a plant-based or vegan lifestyle and how it has positively impacted their health, relationships, outlook on life, and so much more. For more episodes and information about the benefits of living a plant-based or vegan lifestyle, visit eatgreenmakegreen.com. This week's episode of the Eat Green, Make Green podcast is sponsored by Darwin Clothing. Darwin makes men's dress shirts and Henleys. And I'm telling you, when I bought my first Darwin dress shirt, I will not buy any other type of dress shirt. The fit makes me look good, makes me feel good. I can wear it tucked in. It doesn't come untucked. Um, I can wear it untucked. I just love everything about it. They are handmade in Boston's south end with the best high quality fabrics. Um, The shirts literally make six to seven hours to make per shirt. I mean, it's an incredible product. If you care about how you look, which I do, uh, I want to look and feel my best at all times, then you need to check out Darwin Clothing. You can literally go to the website darwinclothing.us and shoot Peter, the owner, a text, and he will take care of you. I mean, there is no other buying experience that comes close to that. Um, They are unbelievably made shirts, and I really recommend that if you wear a suit every day or you are more of a Henley guy, that you go to darwinclothing.us and shoot Peter a message. At the very least, he'll give you more information. Amazing local brand. Before I give the intro, I do want to point out that it's a little loud in the background, and there's some buzzing going on with the microphones We were in a restaurant in Newport Beach, and um, I just didn't have my normal uh, control of the environment, so it's a little loud at times, and there is a little buzzing, but I'm doing my best out here, and I hope you still enjoy. On this week's episode of the Eat Green, Make Green podcast, I sit down with the inspiring and energetic Monica Otero. Monica and I have followed each other on Instagram for a while, as we both have very similar fields of work helping men and women prevent and reverse health issues with diet and lifestyle. I mentioned I was going to be out on the West Coast this week, and we were able to link up for an awesome conversation at a local restaurant in the Newport Beach area. We talk about how Monica was aware from a very young age of the environmental harm done by humans, how most Americans pay for things that provide no real value to them, and the importance of self-love. Monica's energy is insane, and her desire to help others and the planet is truly inspiring. She is also an amazing chef, and her meals go to show just how incredible basic recipes with fresh plant foods and a little love can be. Honestly, I thought Monica was like 27 years old, and I found out she's almost 40. She is a shining example of the power of living a vegan lifestyle. So without further ado, the vegan queen of Newport Beach, the lovely Monica Otero. Are we, are we recording? Yeah, so... <laughs> That's all right. I have no idea. All right, we are here in Corona Del Mar. And what's the name of the restaurant we're at? Zinc Cafe. We're sitting at Zinc Cafe. I have Monica on with me, who is a local to the area. What is the area we're in exactly, outside of Corona Del Mar? So,
0: basically, it's Newport Beach. Yeah. But this is a little sort of sub-area of the greater Newport Beach area called Corona Del Mar, which means Jewel by the Sea. Uh, It's like a small village community Literally, right on the water. Um, cool. It's super charming. Everything is within walking distance, and the people who live here really take a lot of pride in their community because it's it's really special. It's you can't really find many places like this throughout SoCal. So it's really cool. cute. Well, yeah.
1: thanks for inviting me here yeah, to
0: absolutely. speak with you. This is
1: awesome. I'm glad we connected. We just connected via Instagram. We did. It's the beauty of, of technology these days. Yeah. So happy to connect. Thanks for welcoming me into your hood here.
0: Yeah, and, welcome. And
1: um, so I we talked a little bit about this before, but let's get a little background on you, mm-hmm. where you grew up, where you're from, how you ended up in in California and, and the whole works. Hit me with it.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I was born in London. Uh, my parents met. My dad left Spain. My mom left Italy. They connected there. They got married. They had me. Um, and I grew up between uh, Europe and the United States as a child. My sister was born in Dallas, first of my entire lineage to be born in the United States. Um, and then when I was about 10 years old, we moved back to Spain until I was 17 And we came back to California, and I've been in California ever since I was 17, and now I'm 38, so I've been here 21 years, and uh, it's the only place I'd like to live. I've traveled the world, but SoCal, Newport Beach especially, is like, you know, I I am that girl, that Cali girl. I I can't see myself living anywhere else. I love being here. It really fits in with um, a vegan lifestyle as well. If you really appreciate, you know, beauty, the sea, nature, it's got everything. Mountains, mm. so it's very in keeping with my whole way of living.
1: So tell us about growing up in Europe. We mm-hmm. were joking before about the jamon.
0: The Hamon. Hamon. Yes. Jamon. <laughs> Spain <laughs> capital is of the known world. for its pork for sure. <laughs> so
1: you grew up in kind of that atmosphere, yeah. right? What was that like in? Were you at the time thinking about like diet? Were you thinking about no? I mean, as a child, you,
0: you're not aware. I mean, you're just surrounded by it, and it's normal. It, it is. It's there, you know. And your dad comes home with a you know pig's leg, which is what jamon is. It's cured for you know I don't know how long, and they they sell for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. There's all these different gr- degrees of you know it being a certain level, whatever. And it was kind of a source of pride for, especially the men. So I I, I always thought it was odd. But, you know, again, it was normalized. So you don't really think about it. Um, And then, but I never gravitated towards it. I never, like, enjoyed it. I never, like, really wanted to eat it. It was just there. Um, But I was always very aware of um, world affairs as a Mm. kid. Um, I started you know reading the encyclopedia obviously this is pre internet yeah um because it was reading was huge in my family my father is you know very much into education and us you know being good writers and readers so we were always just learning about random things and i just took an interest to topics that a typical 12 13 year old kid would not and so i just started becoming very fascinated with um, history world affairs and especially the environment and uh, saving um, marine life, specifically whales. And I joined Greenpeace as a 13-year-old kid and I just became immersed in um, environmental, like, just doing things for, for, for the planet, you know, being yeah. more aware and being, being conservative. And none of this was taught to me. I, I, I brought it on, I taught myself, Yeah. you know, and I just started taking measurements. I was obsessed with, like, trash being on the floor. I was constantly picking up after people because in Europe... Not so much today, but back then, I mean, it was the mentality of, oh, I can throw anything on the floor because they pay people to pick it up, mm. you know? So I've always been obsessed with, like, organization and, like, you know, not ever putting something where it shouldn't be and just being really, like, being very aware of what you as one person contributes to the greater effect globally mm. has always been my thing. And so becoming vegan was just a natural Way for me to really sort of show, okay, I'm I'm gonna do as little harm to the planet as I can. So it was a natural transition for me. So,
1: where do you think that awareness came from as a as a teenager to be thinking about the environment? Because it's just not something, you know, I even considered until I was 22 years old, yeah. at least. You know,
0: I honestly can just say it was intuitive. I was born this way. Mm. Um... It's just something that you have. Like some people are born with a gift of playing the piano. You know, they just do it. It's just something that they do. Something something within, I was just very... Like once the light bulb turns on for me, it's on. I don't turn it off. So if I see a reasoning and logic behind a decision, then I, I move forward with it. And I just, I, I stay the course. I'm not easily... Um, Turned. Like, I'm not lazy. I think uh, most people are like, oh, it's too hard to do this or it's too that. Oh, it just takes so much effort. Like, to me, it's not effort. Yeah. To me, it's just like, it has to be done. Yeah, period. right. You know, right. let's like let's get it done. Yeah. Um, so if I don't do that from, from like, a, on a personal level, how can I expect anyone else to do it? So for me, it's like leading by example just because I really take pride in who I am as a person and, and the effect that I have on others way beyond my immediate reach right you know and then you know i one day i was at a wedding randomly in um in mexico in cabo and there was this very peculiar woman that was there i knew something was really interesting about her and i found out that she was a clairvoyant and uh, she came up to me and she said not only are you physically beautiful but you have a beautiful aura and I, i i see all these things about you and i was like well what do you see like i you know, I've, I've been conflicted with so many things like growing up, like I, I, and she said, you were a crusader for the Atlantis. And if anybody doesn't know, they were warriors who kind of fought to protect the, the, the environment, the natural state of the environment and the animals. And it just really resonated with me. And I've always felt that I just, my purpose is to sort of speak for those who have no voice, um, and be a defender of anything that I can be whatever, in Mm. whatever small capacity I can be. So,
1: cool. Yeah. So the environmental awareness is there. Mm-hmm. When do you connect your daily eating decisions to the environment? Because that's again something, you know, I know a bunch of people that are anal about recycling and yes. you know take that very seriously, but then they sit down and eat a cheeseburger, right? right? And there's a, a huge disconnect there, Absolutely. right? So when did that connection um, come to fruition yeah. for you yeah. and and you know, was it through education? Was it, you know, how did it take place?
0: So I had always sort of leaned towards vegetarianism just naturally. Like, I really genuinely didn't enjoy any meat. Like, my, we didn't grow up with a lot of meat products in the house. My, I mean, Mediterranean diet is pretty much plant based. Mm. Um, we were, I don't even remember really eating red meat growing up at all. Maybe there was like some chicken, um, some fish, just more of the lighter Mediterranean fare. Yeah. But when my mom did prepare like maybe some chicken or maybe even like a pork chop or something, I was always like dissecting it. Like I was cutting around it. If I saw a vein, I would freak out. Like I really didn't eat it. I was more like just chopping it. Yeah, Yeah, I was more like chopping it into bits and make it look like I'd eaten it. And I was just really eating all the sides and stuff. And then um, I read the book Skinny Bitch. Have Mm. you heard of it? I haven't. By Rory Freeman? No, I haven't. Skinny Bitch. So how old are you at this point? I'm, this is like 11 years ago. Nice. So, um, you know, throughout my 20s, like I said, I, was, I, I wasn't I was aware of what I was doing, but, you know, I was like heavy into fashion. Like I was obsessed with like, you know, Gucci and Prada and all this shit like that. And, you know, I just, I, I was a fashion girl. That yeah. was my thing. Like that's how I wanted to be known. Um, but still like environmentally aware, which again contradictory but (laughs) that was like my thing like I wanted to be like super fashion girl but um super obsessed with recycling and um you know still aware of like mildly aware not not to the state I am today um and then I read that book and everything that it said because I was such an animal rights activist already that I was I had never worn fur like fur was like absolutely no way but I was justifying somehow in my head the leather thing and then I read Skinny Bitch not only for animal rights reasons but then for dietary and then just you know understanding the effect of you know what that turkey sandwich is doing mm. or that tuna or like what are the methods that it's getting to your plate? You know what what's the backstory of the yeah. humans that are doing the slaughtering and you know the packaging and the shitty jobs that go along with you know you know, producing animal products. And then of course, factory farming and just everything that goes involved with the effect it has on the environment. And that was it. That was it. I literally became vegan like the next morning. Yeah. That was it for me. And
1: life. was that hard? Was that a hard it adjustment? It was not hard at all. Yeah.
0: Like I said, I'm one of those people that I do mm-hmm. it all or do it. I don't do it. At, like, Yeah. For me, it's not like... I don't take baby steps. Yeah. Like, I go to the gym and I lift up the 70-pound kettlebell. I'm not the girl that's like, I'm going to start with a 10. No, I go all. (laughs) (laughs) That's just my personality. I'm a Leo. You know, I'm Spanish-Italian. Like, I'm... You know, I have a very sort of intense uh, way of being, but it's because I'm, like, really passionate about getting... Like, doing things the right way and just being... I guess... I don't like looking at things as challenges. I like looking at them as... You know, it's easily conquered if you put in... If you want to do it, just do it. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I'm not one of those people that subscribe to the whole, it's so hard to be vegan. It's so not. Yeah. Right. It's all in the mind.
1: Now, absolutely. I would agree with that. Now, what do you say to somebody that's listening Mm -hmm. that may be in central Maine or Oklahoma or, you know, kind of these states that aren't very, uh, progressive. Um, And there isn't much of a vegan movement and things like that. Mm. And they're listening to this and they're saying, uh, yeah, Monica, that's awesome. You live out in Southern California. It's so easy to do. Right. You know, what do you say to that person that thinks that they're in a place in the in the country or the world that they just don't have access to produce? They just don't have – they just can't do it. They don't have the organic shops and all this. Right. What do you say well, to Well, I
0: mean, the thing is, at the end of the day, like – The movement is within you. Mm. I've traveled the world and I have literally never had an issue ever because I ask for what I want. I modify. If you don't ask for what you want in life, you're never going to get anything, Mm -hmm. let alone something to eat. So the movement is within. It doesn't matter where I go. Like if I'm vegan, I'm vegan. That's it. I don't adjust to other people. You know, they adjust to me. Mm -hmm. I get what I ask for, right? Mm -hmm. That's life. So, you know... It's all about the amount of energy you put into something. If you tell yourself every day, oh, it's too hard, I don't have access, but this, then you're a living, you're an excuses person. That's yeah. your entire approach to life. Yeah. And what so many people don't understand is that the only choice you have every single day, the only free will that really exists is what you put in your mouth. Mm. Because when you walk outs- outside a door, the only control that you have, again, what you're eating. You could be hit by a bus. You could get into a terrible fight with one of your colleagues at work. You could be fired. You could break up with your boyfriend. Like, so much stuff that's out of your control can occur. So how can I have some control over my life? By what I eat. And when you have control over what you consume, your decisions are so much better just from that one step that you make every single day when you wake up to take care of the self. I can't even tell you how revolutionary it is. And how effective it is for your entire mindset and you're just a way of approaching life. Yeah. So what would I tell people who are waking up every single day and living in an excuses life? You're choosing to live that way, no yeah. one else is. Yeah. You're making a decision, you're an adult and you, you make a choice every single day what to eat or what not to eat, yeah. that's it. So if you wanna find organic produce, You'll go out of your way to make it happen. You'll mm-hmm. either subscribe to some sort of service. I mean, we live in an era of subscriptions, of boxes, of shipping. I, I was watching um, Family Guy the other day. <laughs> <laughs> right? I love that show. Oh yeah, Honestly, oh, yeah. Brian, he would be vegan, right? <laughs> no doubt. He would 100% no be doubt. vegan. No doubt. So, because um, he's so, like, witty and stuff. And he said... You know, or, or no, it was Stewie. I don't know what they were talking about. And they basically said that America is just a country of boxes going back and forth mm-hmm. today. That's what America has become. So if you really want something, you can get it. And you know what? Yes, I understand. Obviously, it's preferable to have organic produce, but you can go to your local farmer's market. There's so many things that you can do to make it work. I just, I just don't buy into the whole, it's too hard. And of course, you know, with what I do in my profession, my biggest thing is to get people to cook their own food. Mm -hmm. When you prep your own food, that's where the ultimate control comes from. Mm -hmm. Not relying on outside sources for everything. Because if that's what you're doing, you're relying on other people basically to run your entire life. Mm -hmm. I want control of Mm -hmm. what my destiny is. It starts in the kitchen.
1: Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I always say like, you can get, Rice and beans anywhere. Absolutely. I don't care what <laughs> store you have around you. You can get rice and beans anywhere. You could be in any. You can get hole pro- in the wall yeah. shit
0: hole town in the world, and you can get that. Yeah,
1: and you can you can always. There's always some type of produce. Mm-hmm. May not be organic, but you know that doesn't really, you know, matter. What do you say to? So I know a lot of people that are so freaked out with pesticides and GMOs and all this that they limit themselves on produce because they're afraid of that stuff Mm
0: -hmm. but they load up on the meat they load
1: up on God (laughs) God knows what else more processed foods you know whatever as like an alternative to that Mm -hmm. what do you say to somebody that's you know kind of in that dilemma where they're like oh I'd love to eat more vegetables but I'm scared of kind of the pesticides well you know what you should really be scared
0: of is what happens down the line of uh, chemical the processing so Remember this. Processed foods include animal products, okay? All animal products. Mm. That includes the slab of beef, okay, the the chicken breast, the piece. It's all processed mm. because it has to go down a line of, quote-unquote, sanitation, and it goes through a process to become uh, edible for human consumption. So they're adding all kinds of stuff, all kinds of chemicals, all kinds of preservatives, colorings, all kinds of stuff to... Mm-hmm to your quote-unquote healthy animal protein. It's really not and I I don't think people realize that you're eating a decaying, rotting food. Yeah. It's literally dead. Yeah. It's providing providing no nutritional value. What we need as human beings to thrive are amino acids and minerals. And where do those come from? The earth. What do animals eat? Land mammals. They eat plants. Yeah. If we had no like industrialization, animals would be eating sprouts and and flowers and, you know, natural things from very lush and nutrient dense soil. What do you think the animals that you're eating are are consuming themselves garbage at this point? Mm -hmm. So you're getting nothing out of it. Mm -hmm. You're only just like consuming something that's a dead acidic product that therefore acidifies and dehydrates your internal organs. And that's what gets you sick. So of course we have to be cautious of our produce. I, I obviously opt out of, you know, non-organic, um, produce cause I, I have the access to it. I have an amazing yeah, sure. farmer's market that I go to every weekend. Um, but if you're going to like there, the lesser, of the evil would obviously be to, to support local farmers. And to, you know, try and buy as organic as possible and then just wash the shit out of your vegetables. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you throw them in a pool of cold water with some vinegar and you're pretty much golden. Like, yeah. you know, there's l- much less risk in consuming raw veggies than there is in raw meats. There you go. That's that's what I wanted to hit on. You're, there's way less risk
1: than the processed foods in the, in the meat and dairy. Absolutely. Cool. So... How long have you been at, can, tell us, tell us what you're up to with the whole, um, vegan me up and, yeah. um, you know, the, the, the cooking and the, and yeah. the chef business and whatnot. Tell us what you're up to.
0: So I, um, again, I'm Spanish Italian. I grew up with, you know, an Italian mother who, you know, was home every day and cooked for me and my sister and my father and very traditional upbringing and, um, which I'm so grateful for, um, because I saw my mom, you know, in the kitchen, my dad in the kitchen. It was very, it was about like family and uh, making time for each other. And that, that stayed with me. So I, 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 my mom, she never had a recipe. She was just, Oh, you cook by sight. You know, that's how a lot of Europeans, especially yeah. Mediterranean women don't tell them to write, don't ask me cook for a recipe. Feel. Do not yeah. ask me for a recipe. Just watch <laughs> me. So, you know, I just started, of course, especially once I became vegan, you know, I, I, I enjoy, I'm a very artistic person. Um, I love fashion. I love interior design. I I love anything that's beautiful. So food is beautiful to me, you know? So creating a beautiful dish is a very Um, relaxing, freeing and and artistic way for me to express myself. So I just started, I'm constantly cooking food. I'm I'm making these like, you know, again, nothing's measured because I don't follow recipes. So I just, you know, (laughs) I'm making like, you know, these large um, bounties of food. And I just started, you know, handing them out to everybody in yoga and at my gym and friends and my friends will come over. Someone say I'm hungry. I'd say just come to the house. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like that, like Italian mom. Like, come on over. Like, I'll feed you. Yeah, I'll feed you. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, you know, I really love doing this. I I'm not money driven. Um I mean, I probably should be more, but like it's just not something that wakes keeps wakes me up. Yeah. Um in the morning, I just really feel like when you do something you love, like it things just come, mm. you know, when you're when you're in the right place and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. So, I just said, you know, I'm going to try, I'm going to start trying to, you know, make something out of what I'm already doing. Mm. So, I just started marketing myself as a you know meal prep being a meal prep chef, yeah, and I just started getting clients and you know when they would meet me and see how educated and passionate I am and and they would try my food, they would be like, "Yeah, I'm totally in, very cool, you know, so that's one side of what I do is the delivery and you know meal prepping either in their homes or delivering food to them, supplementing you know plant-based foods so that they can get more nutrients into their diet because obviously I don't know what they're doing when I'm not there, yeah. you know, <laughs> they could be eating, God knows what, but I always say to them. And I want to say this to the listeners, too, is, you know, you don't have to label yourself vegan. You you don't have to label yourself anything. There's one thing you can do. Just eat more foods that come from the earth. Mm -hmm. Just eat more foods that are absolutely like living. That's it. Even if you're still eating crappy stuff, the more nutrients, the more food you consume. I want people to eat more. Yeah. Eat so much more food Mm. of the right food because when you triple up your your greens intake or your, you know, legumes or just anything from the earth, you will realize how much fuller you feel. Yeah. How much more hydrated you feel and you're less inclined to make poor choices. Yeah, it you, just happens. You're
1: just more satiated. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, it's like it's like people, I feel like, you know, once you get a taste of like like could you imagine if you were driving like, you know, a Ferrari for a year? Would you want to go back to driving some beat-up Honda? Yeah. No. Yeah. You want to stay in that lane. Yeah. So it's the same thing with your food. You know, you you keep you start eating all of these great, you know, nutrient-dense plant foods. You feel good. You realize it's full of flavor. And you don't have any hangover. hmm You know, so you just kind of stay the course. So what I, what I focus on with people that I work with is, you know, you don't need to be like me. You don't need to call yourself whatever. Just eat more nutrient dense food. So I get them the food there. So they have no excuses. It's there in front of them. They eat it. They feel good. They're like, Oh my God, that was the best food ever. Can you make it again? I'm like, yeah, I'll make, I'll make one, yeah. whatever. And so they just rely less on outside sources and they just make better choices. And it's just, I can, I can let, I can let their hand go. You yeah. Know? Right. <laughs> let them go. right. Right. You know, so I focus on, you know, the meal stuff, but what I really love doing is, um, I have these like intensive detox programs, where I go into people's homes and I get in the fridge, in the pantry and under the sink and I just go ham. I mean, I get rid of everything. That's cool. That's yeah. very cool. So it's, it's a, it's, but you know, Pat, I, I'm sure it's so psychological. Yes. People's, people's connection to food.
1: Mm-hmm. It's so intimate. It's like a deep, like inner oh. belief.
0: Oh, almost. It's, it's, yeah. But it, it's almost like, it's almost like you coming up and telling a man, your your wife's been cheating on you. Yeah, <laughs> you know that what I mean. Personal. It's that betrayal. Yeah. It's like they feel like you're violating like yeah. their entire like ethics code. You know, and and are just there's some people that are so attached to an idea. And of course, a lot of it is you know their culture. You know, and I always tell people like, look, this has nothing to do with the, the culture. If you're Cuban, if you're Mexican, if you're Indian, whatever, mm. it has nothing to do with that. It's about the fact that it's 2017. There's too much information out there showing these facts. Yeah. Um, even if there wasn't information, you know how you feel mm-hmm. when you eat you know, bad foods. And you need to do this for you. It's not about your family, it's not about anybody else, it's about you. When you truly love yourself, you are capable of putting your foot down and saying, I, I need to do what's right for me. Yeah. Because when I treat myself well, I'm able to treat everybody else so much better. Yes. So getting through that psychological bri- break Oh, my God. And working with moms. I, I think I need a sip of likewise, water. Likewise. Likewise. I think I need a sip of water before I start talking about <laughs> working with families. <laughs> the moms. This, the mentality of working with, like... Because I do... I work with a lot of families, you know, because yep. I'm, I'm getting in their homes and I'm like, look, you want your, your, your kids to grow up healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're sending them to these expenses. And I work in a very affluent area. Yeah, sure. I mean, I... Some of the homes I go to are like twenty million dollar estates. Like no joke, it's mm. it's insane. And you would think, wow, people are this rich. You know, they would be making better choices. They're yeah. not. Yeah. They're not. It's unbelievable. Mm. The stuff that I see in their pantry, the processed, tr- uh, you know, tr- treats or whatever snacks that they're giving their kids, and um, it's it's so. And we'll get into that. This this as well. The way the corporate hold over the American public is honestly that that scares me more than anything yeah the brainwashing Mm -hmm. because people aren't taking the time to turn the box around and look at the ingredients of these prepackaged things yeah and then when i pointed out and i pointed out to the kids i love working with the kids cuz the kids they're like you know they're 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 blank they're they're a, they're like an, a blank canvas yeah you know? they don't not, they
1: don't care no, if no. you change anything really
0: they're excited about yeah. it when i teach them how to make smoothies mm. they're like fascinated they love it they're yeah. obsessed you know yeah. they're like oh my god this is the best thing ever mom why didn't we ever do this and the mom feels guilty and blah 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 and i'm like please yeah. don't like, today's a new day like forget about the past like you can't focus on what you did before. Yeah. Like every day is a new day, like mm. a day to make your life better, right? Like this could be the best day of the rest of my life, like moving forward. So for me, like when I when I am working with families, I just keep trying to remind them that like, you know, and I really feel this way again, because I had a traditional upbringing. I understand that, you know, both the mother and the father, they have to contribute equally to the home. But if you are a mom raising your kids and your husband's at work, who has control of the household? You, yeah. the mom, yeah. the woman, everyone's looking to you. And so what I really try to do is inspire, you know, these these moms and, and anyone listening. You know, if you're a single parent or co-parenting or whatever it is that you're doing, you are in control of your child's destiny. Like, that's that's it. The kid has no choice. Yeah. So whatever you're doing is affecting them. Yeah. Whatever you're not doing is affecting them. And you have got to take on that role of leadership. And you should honor it. Because it's, it's, it's the biggest privilege, I think, in life. Yeah. And I feel when I go into people's homes, I, first of all, I feel very honored because it's super intimate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I try to tackle it with as much ease and finesse as I can. Sometimes I don't because I'm just a very, you know, passionate, wild woman. But, um, you know, I think removing guilt from someone's subconscious and just getting them to, to realize like, okay, you know what? This is the past but I can make so many better choices moving yeah. forward. you know. Yeah. And it's revolutionary when, when you plant that seed in people's heads and you empower people yeah. to take back the title of what, what they're doing. And, you, and I always say to them, they're like, well, my son only wants to eat chicken fingers and my daughter only wants to eat this and my husband, he's a big meat eater. And I'm like, look, you know what? You're just giving me, again, getting back to excuses lifestyle. Yeah. You're the one, if you make an amazing dinner, he's gonna eat it. Yeah. Your kids are gonna eat it. Yeah. Because you know what? When you mm-hmm. make good food, and it comes from passion and from love. Like, everybody says your, my food is so good because, I don't know, it just tastes good. Like, and I'm like, that's because I make it with love. Like, yeah. I, There's, like, energy that I put into it, you know? I'm not making anything, like, that extraordinary, I don't think. It's not like I went to, you know, some cordon bleu and I'm, yeah, you know, it's, making it's some simply crazy. It's delicious. It's just yeah. simple foods, yeah. you know? And I really feel like, at the end of the day, simplicity in all of its forms is what, as human beings, we're meant to do and meant to be. Yeah. The simplest version of ourselves.
1: Yeah. 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 To touch on two things you talked about there, it really is from the top down Absolutely. in families, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't expect your kids to eat healthy when you're not doing it yourself. And that's something. So I work a lot with parents too. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has to come from the top down, yeah. or else you can't, like I said, you can't expect your kids to do it if you're not doing it. On top of that, the whole putting yourself first. So a lot of parents I've worked with, they. Have trouble. They think they're being selfish by kind of, you know, putting Mm -hmm. their, you know, taking time out of their day to, you know, cook the right foods or to go to yoga or to exercise or to take care of themselves. And it really is a a hard thing to shift their mindset and get them to the point where, look, by putting, by not putting yourself first, I always say you're actually being selfish by Mm -hmm. not doing that. You're, you're, I I don't want to say you're being a worse parent, but you know you're not being your best self, no. and therefore you're not being the best parent you can be. Um, so it's a big mindset shift that you know I certainly have to tackle. So it's it's cool to see you also um, experiencing that. So what are the so you're you're doing that now? You're doing kind of the meal delivery and going let to me, the people's let me, homes. I just wanted to and, touch yeah, on the sure. whole
0: parent thing, like yeah. putting themselves putting yourself first. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting. I, as again, as a kid, didn't realize that my parents were putting themselves first. Yeah. But they did. Yeah. And I respected them. Mm. And it actually taught me how to put myself first. Exactly. So it gave me that moral code and that, that sense of like, oh, okay, th- this is like, this is something I need to do. Yeah. Like, you have to go work out. Mm. You, you, you have to take care of yourself. If you wake up in the morning and you don't like what you look like. Yeah. Everybody feels it. hmm Everybody feels it. You I like don't that. have to look like a fucking supermodel. Yeah. You don't need to look like anybody. You don't need to be a size two, a size four, whatever. Just be the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have, my entire life have always been knock on wood, and I really attribute this to just, you know, my approach to I believe I deserve the best. Yeah. I have, it's not entitlement, mm-hmm. it's just truly believing that I am a good person and that I deserve better. Mm. So if you truly believe that, that is what you receive. Yeah. And I have, again, I've traveled the world. I've gone to all these, you know, beautiful, interesting, fascinating places or even just like, you know, the random little place in the corner. But I will never allow anyone to treat me poorly. Mm -hmm. You know, I always stand up for myself. I always say, no, I don't want that table. I want this one. Mm -hmm. You know, what's the problem? Well, there is no problem. OK, then put me there. Yeah, great. You know, and I think that so many people are, especially in America, they're so scared to speak up for themselves. It's unbelievable. And so, again, it goes back to the parents saying, well, you know, my this, my that. I have no help. And I'm like, you know what? I get it. I'm, I, I, I understand. But you can find a way to do it two days yeah. a week. Yeah. But well, my husband, no, your husband needs to compromise with you. And you need to tell him that he needs to. So the, the bottom line is, if you don't speak up for yourself and you don't voice what you want, and you don't compromise, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's, you're not going to be able to ever advance. And yeah. your children will respect you.
1: Yeah. It's they all, will. It's all about how you prioritize it, right? If you had a doctor's appointment from 10 to 12, you'd make it happen. Absolutely. You'd put the kids, some, you know, at, yeah. at, at your aunt's house yeah. or friend's house or something. If you... Have a, you know, going back to food, if you have a peanut allergy, you go out of your way. You ask the waiter, you know, is there peanuts in that? <laughs> you know, you can do, you can take the same with, that approach out. with, with your health, you know? <laughs> um, so, anyway, so everything is all priority. Yeah. You know, absolutely. just, just,
0: to, yeah. The bottom line is in life, people do what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. It goes back to even like connections with human beings. Yeah. If someone's not making time for you, you're not a priority to them. Yeah. If somebody is, then you are. Mm. So when you prioritize yourself, then you're basically letting everybody know oh, wow, she values her time. Yeah. She has self respect, she has a routine that she follows. Mm. You know, and I feel like anybody would tell you that knows me knows that Monica, she does things the way she needs to do them, but she is the most loyal and amazing friend. I mean, I will give the shirt off my back for people, Yeah. you know, that's, but, but I really believe that I'm able to do it and that I'm able, you know, both of us to do the work that we do because we really take care of ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. You cannot be a caregiver unless you care for yourself. Yeah. And speaking of caregiving, well, maybe we'll get into this later, but the whole idea of healthcare in, the, in this country. <laughs> <laughs> I don't a, even know if we have time before, for it. Before
1: we go down that yeah. rabbit hole. Yeah. So you're doing the meal de- delivery yeah. and stuff. What's So you mentioned possibly writing a book. What's the bigger picture?
0: Um, well, my website is currently being, I have like a team working on it right now where it's going to be a beautiful, um, interactive website with where I'm going to be writing a lot of content, um, uploading uh, videos with recipes and I don't wanna follow anybody else. I, I don't care. I honestly like I, I I'm really appreciative of social media, but like I have never wanted to mirror anyone else. Yeah. I just wanna be me. Yeah. You know, I'm not into all of these super uber produced videos with music and flashing and all this crap. I really feel like people wanna just get back to basics. Yeah. You know, like just watch somebody in the kitchen, make it approachable, make it realistic. I like it. You know, I don't, I, I can't even look at a recipe book where there's like 45 ingredients and you have to chop it this way and, blah, 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 and all that. I'm like, I can't, I'm already, I'm already, I'm checked out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I really feel the way I prep food, anybody can do it. I, anybody can do it. Yeah. Like today I roasted, a, you know, two huge batches of veggies. What did I do? I, I took a knife. Yeah. I chopped things up. I put it in a bag. I added olive oil, salt and pepper. They taste amazing. Yeah. How can <laughs> other people not do this? Yeah. Like I'm not trained yeah. by like yeah. some culinary Academy. Like I'm just putting in the energy and I, you know, I'm being creative. Yeah. Allow yourself to create, mm. you know? So, you know, once I have, once my website is done with the back end, you know, I'm writing some great content. I've actually, I, I contribute to other websites, which, you know, we can talk about later. And, um, I think my goal, because I love education, I love speaking, is just to do more um, public engagements. Like, I would love to be able to tour with someone like you, for example. You know, like a group of people who, you know, we each bring something to the table and we talk and we meet up with people and and they have this real, like, face-to-face personal connection where, you know, I have met people just sitting at a random spot and we start talking and for some reason this kind of stuff yeah, always energy. comes up. The energy's there, yeah. And I literally, I met a girl once a year ago um, in Laguna, sitting outside a cafe, and I overheard her conversation talking about how her acne wouldn't go away, and she was on all these drugs, and I, oh, I was like, oh, I can't help myself, I have yeah. to interject, you know, yeah. with, the, with the nutrition. So I just start talking about it, and people really respond. I have never met someone who wasn't interested in what I had to say.
2: Yeah. Definitely, and I'm not saying it's because of yeah. me.
0: I'm saying it's like the the information. Yeah. People want it. And even though there's so much of it on the internet, yeah. I don't know if it's because there's too much shit on the internet or there's too many books or there's too many people on Instagram or there's I don't know what it is. Yeah. But I feel like people are just so confused.
1: Yeah, and it's what people are paying attention to, right? Right. If you are interested in it and you dive into it, it's all there for you. Right. But if it's never if it never really gets gets to that point, mm-hmm. then you just never really yeah. You know, dive in and uncover all the, all the, all the great stuff that's there, you know?
0: But just from having this like little conversation with this girl, we're still friends to this day. Um, she, she lives in Mississippi. She's like, you don't understand. Like yeah. I live in Mississippi. Yeah. Like w- people eat burgers and fries every single day. Yeah. Like if I tell them I'm vegan, they will laugh at me. Yeah. So i tell. Like, them. I go, yeah. <laughs> I go, listen, I go, you got to learn this. I go, people are followers. Yeah. Are you a leader? Hmm. You wake up every single day, and you make a choice to be a follower or a leader. I'm a leader. Mm. I was born this way. Like I've always said, I'm a natural born leader, and this is what I'm meant to do. And I have no problem saying that. Yeah. Other people do. It's yeah. it's like there's there's self-deprecating, and then there's just like like you know you're like denying yourself the mm-hmm. opportunity to be better.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, or even people who have that like sub poverty mentality. Yeah. You know, oh, like I could never, I could never do that. I could never go there. I could never. Why? Yeah. So again, all goes back to what you put into your body. You know, when you're consuming a really acidic, high processed diet, your brain is deprived of, you know, natural fats and carbohydrates that it needs from plants. Yeah. And so you're constantly anxiety ridden. And then your skin breaks out and all this stuff happens. And then you go to a doctor and he prescribes you all these disgusting, you know, chemically based pills that all they do is yeah. like cover things up. And then your, your, your real problem never goes away. And you know, I have literally like no health issues. Yeah. And I'm gonna be 39 in a couple of months. Yeah, I look 15 years younger than I am. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. I know people don't <laughs> believe me. They're like, "No, you're 28, not 38." I'm like, "No, I, I am. I don't give a shit. I, I'm proud of my age." Yeah, you know, and I honestly feel that, um, like it's weird. I don't connect to the number 38 numerically. I don't because mm. I don't even know what that means. Because mm. when I meet someone who's 38. I don't... I'm like... I don't... I can't relate to you. Like, yeah. I don't even know who you are. Yeah. Because I feel like you're living in this world where you have told yourself, I need to be a certain way by the time I'm a couple years away from hitting 40. Yeah. You know? I just really connect with souls. Mm. I don't care what your numerical age is, because really, we should always be referring to our biological age, and that's all based on what we've been eating, <laughs> what we put yeah. into our body.
1: To quickly touch on the acne thing, so I had a very close buddy growing up who you know, we were close all through high school, college, and he had just horrible acne. Mm -hmm. Um, Always struggled with it, even into college, even after college. And, you know, he took so many antibiotics Uh. and creams and throughout his entire life. And then, you know, two, three years ago, you know, when I started to get into this and started, you know, reading everything and educating myself and you know, experiencing the change that took place with myself, you know, I got a hold of him and I was like, dude, just, you know, stop, especially the dairy when it comes to acne, but the meat and dairy, man, cut it out. Like, that's it. That's it. And literally, like 20, you know, he's 27 now, 26 years of his life struggling with it. He cuts out meat and dairy, it's all gone. Literally gone. Literally gone. (laughs) Like his skin, and it sucks, he still has like some scarring Scarring, and things like that, which is so... We can get laser. Yeah, but you know, I mean, he just that, that was it, his mm-hmm. entire life. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, an athlete, so
0: it so was he even more. It, he blamed it on being an athlete, right? No, so he didn't. A lot of kids yeah. do, though. A lot of kids yeah. say, well, I'm in sports and I'm sweating, so that's what's causing my pores to break out. Oh, so
1: I certainly did that. I certainly did that. So I played football in college, and I certainly, you know, I even, up until a couple of years ago, while working out, I would be like, oh, you know, acne on my back or whatever. It oh, it's being in sweaty shirts and things like that. Yep. And, like, that's just not... Yeah, Rain rage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, you mentioned fashion earlier, right? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. big fashionista, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I still love fashion. I just, yeah. I, I
0: opt out of yeah, right. cruelty-based brands. I go cruelty-free now. Yeah, yeah. so
1: here's here's a big question mm-hmm. for you that I have with it. So, there's always kind of like, like this podcast is mostly for people that are just, you know, kind of thinking about getting into it and, and it's it's more. I think more, this podcast is for everybody. It's yeah, just information I, I that everybody needs to hear. I agree. But especially when I'm on, there's all, <laughs> there's always <laughs> another level, right? right? There's always kind of another level of veganism, right? Mm-hmm. Um, of and course. And you, right? Yes. And literally every decision you make, every buying decision with your dollar, you're either supporting kind of, you know, meat and dairy industry or you're not. Um, One million percent. So, what is your take on? So you now. Opt out of cruelty, you know, yes. uh, products and whatnot. So, what is your take on? Like, I have leather shoes from five years ago that are really nice, and right. like, what do you like? Is so, it?
0: So here's what I feel about it. Yeah. Okay, so um, obviously, I had amassed an uh, epic collection of you know beautiful designer goods, yeah. right? Um, two years ago, I sold my place and I moved here to the beach. Yeah, I. That was my priority. I didn't want to live in a condo community anymore.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I wanted to live by the, even though I was only 15 minutes away drive, I wanted to be by the water, yeah. walk outside, walk down. So I was purging and I was like, I don't have any appreciation for any of this stuff anymore. I basically sold like 80% of all of my stuff, sold my place furnished. I wanted a complete fresh start, got rid of everything. Um, and I did hang on to a few pieces that were like more emotionally sentimental for me. Yeah. Um so I still have some stuff. Yeah. things I have a Chanel bag, I have a Louis Vuitton bag, I have some Saint Laurent shoes. Yeah. I'm very aware of all the brands that are yeah. out there. You yeah, know, yeah. I have appreciation for the design aesthetic. Of yeah. course, I don't have any for the anything fur related or exotic skins by any means, but um now my thing is I just don't buy them anymore.
1: Yeah. But if you
0: have stuff that I mean it's already purchased.
1: Yeah, I'm like I'm like you might as well get the most out of yeah, that to like absolutely. respect the animal in a way. It's like just you might I mean, as well I mean I don't
0: I don't look at it that yeah. way but I feel like at that point yeah. it's like you know what um like for me I did consciously sell like a giant portion of the things that just I, I just didn't care about anymore, you yeah. know? Um a couple things did. They were they again I I had more of a um emotional attachment to them because they were a gift or I bought them when I was in Milan or just something like that, that yeah. where I had like a memory attached to it. Um, but again, like I said today, um, even if I am dying for the latest Chanel bag, I won't, I can't buy it. Yeah. I cannot do that. That's hypocrisy. Mm. So I won't do it. So I support brands like Stella McCartney and then I like to wear just natural fabrics. Yeah. I really do. I mean, I live at the beach so like, you know. Yeah. And honestly, where I'm at today in my life, I have zero like need to impress anyone with any like physical, you know what I mean? Like yeah. any material right, object. Right. I just I don't care. Yeah. What I do I do like jewelry though. <laughs> I do like <laughs> rose gold and diamonds and I do appreciate like, I guess because they are natural, they're still stones. Yeah. And they're something that come from the earth. I gravitate more towards if I'm gonna invest my money in something, I want it to be something that actually has value long term. Mm. So I would rather spend money like on a piece of jewelry um, than in a bag that I'm going to carry a couple of times or a pair of shoes that are uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm all about comfort. Mm. So I don't buy anything uncomfortable or anything that like just is meaningless. I, I, don't, have a, I don't have a need to like w- dress up so I can post the picture yeah. and people see what am I wearing. Like I just dress for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I look good, then I look good. But yeah. I didn't do it because I need attention. Yeah. And I think that's so much of that, especially today mm. with the bloggers and the this and the that. I mean, it's an, it's an insane obsession. Yeah. It's I unbelievable. I do
1: and my sense is at least with me mm. it it comes from a sense of confidence in yourself absolutely that you're okay, you don't really care you know you don't need to have the louis Blanc. vuitton bag you don't need like you're you're comfortable with yourself mm-hmm. and you're confident in yourself and i kind of sense that with you
0: yeah and really
1: <laughs> no, 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 not at all, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and like like I even attribute like when I made my change, like confidence skyrocketed, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah. Just skyrocketing. Again, it all comes back to the foods, right? right? I literally, like my whole brand was around the the fact that I sold my company based on a, a, a dietary change I made. Yeah. You know, a life change I made. It gave me the confidence. It gave yeah. me... The, the clarity, the mental clarity, yes. the the focus, the stamina. The drive. Yeah. I I mean it just I I can't it's hard to explain to people that have never experienced it, that have never dro- driven the Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Right? Right, right. Uh, It's it's hard to hard to tell Exactly you how know, it feels. Right. Like I like I have a lot of friends. You know, that, you know what
0: it is, Pat? Yeah. It's ultimate freedom. Mm. It's freedom. Mm. I write about this sometimes when I when I do take the time to write a post. That's very personal. I always say I feel free mm. because I'm not a slave to anything. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. We went, you know, we touched a little bit on, you know, um, being vegan, uh, how it has an effect um on everything. And because I don't buy products that are cruelty-based, I don't support capitalistic conglomerates that are just defacing the planet and, you know, are basically enslaving human beings doing the jobs, yeah. you know, for things, selling products. This is what I I was trying to get at. I don't support any company or business that sells a product that has no value. Mm. W- what is this purchase of this shit out of this cardboard box doing for me? It's actually making me sick.
2: Yeah.
0: So these brands, these companies are selling you stuff that they hired some I don't know, scientists, I don't mm. like calling them that, in a lab to cook up. Yeah. Okay? And then they got approved by the FDA, which is a crock of yeah. shit. Okay? I don't trust anything those people do. Yeah. And sell it to you. Yeah. And brand it and market it and put a commercial on it and put, endorse it by a celebrity. All the stuff that goes along with that. And then you think, wow, well, if they're selling it, then it must be good for me. So I just opt out of all that because yeah. I refuse to give my money to any sort of Business that sells a product that has zero value to yep. a human being,
1: and then comes the pharmaceutical side. On top oh, of that, so you're eating all the food that so makes. So that's you what sick. I was getting at. So, all, <laughs>
0: so I always try to tell people, everybody's in bed with each other. Yeah. Okay. Meat, dairy, tobacco, mm-hmm. pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. They're all besties. government. Government. Yeah. They're all the, the lobbying. They are all each other's best friends. Yeah the venture capitalists, they're all leveraging all those companies to make billions and trillions of dollars mm-hmm. for the people who are, again, selling us shit that we don't need. That is only making us sick. So yeah. you've got m- billions of people that are dying, that are just basically, they're not living, they're dying. I wouldn't call them they're, that they're having a good life. I would call them they're having a good death. Yeah. It's just a prolonged one. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, so I just cannot buy into any of that stuff. So by me opting out of s- subscribing to anything, you know, eating, consuming, buying, wearing anything that has to do with that, that is the ultimate way to flex your power doesn't matter if you belong to any political party, what religion you belong to, it has nothing to do with that mm. it's the ultimate way for you as one person to have true effect long term effect, and you know if one person talks about it and I talk to you and then you talk to her and then everybody you yeah. know then it's like that, that, that natural organic way of like information being spread and it's, I I hate when people say it's so extreme. The word extremism does not apply here. Yeah. This is the most gentle, most soft, most most unharmful way of approaching any kind of activism, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm not out there like you know waving a sign. I'm not screaming at people. I'm not telling you you're a bad person. I'm just saying, you know what? And I, I tell this to my girls that I work with all the time, too. If you're just doing it for vanity reasons... It's the best decision you could ever make. It's <laughs> to yeah. go vegan and to stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you'll look younger. You won't have to spend money on fillers and injections mm-hmm. and topical creams. And then, of course, hair is a huge, huge thing for yeah. women. I happen to have a lot of it. Yeah. Why? Because I eat for it. Yeah. I always tell people that. Yeah. I'm like, I am no different. I'm no more special than any anybody. Yeah. I just decide to live a certain way every day. Yeah. So, right. you know, it, it, again, it all boils down to... What did you decide to do this morning when you woke up? You know, mm. do you love yourself? I deal with this all the time—self-love. Always dealing with the self-love thing. Mm-hmm. It's so insane how people don't have self-love for themselves. If they don't have that self-worth, if they don't have that self-worth, they literally don't care what they eat. Yeah, they're just feeling a void inside yeah. because not only is there a void nutritionally, there's a void emotionally. There's a vo- there's so many voids,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know. And it's like you have to just kind of—we've t- all had trauma. Yeah. All of us have had trauma. I had trauma. I'm sure you have. We've all experienced sa- sad things in life. There's nobody that grew up with a perfect life. Nobody did. But you got to make a decision at one point in your life to to let the trauma like rule you or you rule like your life. Mm-hmm. It's really about ownership, you know? Yeah. And that's why for me the food part is so integral because if it doesn't start there,
1: Yeah. Everything's everything else stems off of that, everything. right? Everything When you eat things that make you feel good, Mm -hmm. right, you, you know, skip the, skip the doctor's office, you skip all, you skip really And later in life, you skip the, the sad things that come with, with constant doctor's visits and being on 25 meds and and not being able to run around with your grandkids because you're stuck on the couch and like, so it's, it's, it just all starts with the food to have a, it's so fascinating that you
0: touched on that because again, you know, me choosing to live where I live, um, I made it happen for myself. I didn't yeah. buy into no, it's too expensive. No, it's- I didn't care. Yeah. I was like, that's where I want to be. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, you know. And I go to the beach pretty much every single day. And people are always like, oh, Monica, you have such a beautiful life. I'm like, I chose this. Yeah, exactly. You could do the exact same thing. You live in the same neighborhood as I do. Yeah. You know.
1: But then all the I can't. No, yeah. I can't. I can't. And I, I, can, I, I, can. I yeah.
0: literally, I get so much pleasure out of doing the simplest things. I, don't get me wrong. I love to go on a fancy vacation yeah. and do those kind of yeah, things no, too. Yeah, no,
1: we've seen your Instagram. <laughs> right? yeah.
0: Don't get me wrong, but honestly, if, if I never, if I was told you can never do it again, it would be fine. Yeah, because I like the way I live every day. That's, that means more to me than anything the simplicity the, the, the being able to just be comfortable just you know walking my bulldog you know and going to the park with him and then going home and eating quinoa bull like I, it's, it may sound silly to some people but it really it brings me happiness every single day Yeah, it really does and I perform at an optimal level in everything yeah. if we want to get to the whole like intelligence factor as well like parents for their kids what you feed your kids will dictate what college they get into later on Trust me, it yeah. will be huge effect on how your children perform overall, and it will prevent them from making a lot of bad choices that they're tempted with, especially yeah. in today's era.
1: Yeah, you're now. Now you just sound crazy. You just sound crazy. That's ludicrous, <laughs> right? I mean, that's all right. That's that's the typical response you get. It's like, no, you know, and, and kind of the with parents, a lot of it's like, well, I grew up on that. I turned out yeah. fine, right? Oh
0: God, I hate when I. Oh, hear that. yeah. You yeah. did turn out fine, but 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 would you tell your kid to walk on fire even it, just because you yeah. did it when you were a kid? You know what I'm saying? Like we, we're just too smart today. We've got too much access to too much information yeah. to continue to, to just say really just unintelligent, unsophisticated answers like that.
1: Yeah. You know, so, I just
0: don't, I don't allow it.
1: What do you say to, and I touched on this last week on the podcast, if you listened, what do you say to people that for instance, maybe has, have worked with you, and you've given them all the information. Uh, A lot of my clients are I the know same. Where we're going. You know, <laughs> I've I've sat down and watched Forks Over Knives with them. I've I've given them all the all the information, all the on the health side, the environmental side, the 360 picture, right? The cruelty side, everything. And they have all the information and they know what they need to do to A, you know, fight disease and live as long as they can. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, not harm anyone else in their day-to-day life, right. whether it's planet or other creatures or whatever, and they still sit down in order to the stake, or they, st- they just can't, they can't take action with it. They have all the information, but they can't take action. You know, why do you think that is, and, you know, what you I truly believe like that?
0: that it all has to do with self, self-value, self-love. Mm. That's it. Mm. Here's what's fascinating to me, is people, especially where I live, will go to the ends of the earth to get a new car, yep. okay? To get the hottest car, to get the car, to keep up with the Joneses, but they will do nothing for themselves physically. Yeah. So they, they have all the aesthetics, so they have the great house, they have the great car, they've got all the right clothes, they've got, but they're literally dying inside. Yeah. They, have, they are just dressing themselves up. These are all masks for the, for the, the shit that's going on internally that they won't address. So when you were working with a very resistant person who just is like, and also people get stuck in these ruts, even though they know it's bad for them, it's what they know. Yeah. They're comfortable there. Yeah. They're comfortable in the mud. Yeah, You're like, wait a minute. There's a really nice shower and a nice spring over here yeah. and a nice white robe for you to get into. Do you want it? No, I'm going to stay in this mud for like another four hours, yeah. even though it's not a mineral spring or anything yeah. like that. Nothing like that we would like to sit in. But um <laughs> it's like shit mud, you know what yeah. I mean? Like literally like feces. And they're like, nah, this is what I know, this is what I grew up in. Yeah. I'm comfortable here. And you're like, but I literally, I'm holding it in front of you. Yeah. This is Come all you gotta do. Here. To get to this Just get out and walk over here. Yeah. They won't do it. I know. And I really feel like it takes, unfortunately, and I, I hate saying this, a really catastrophic event. Sometimes to get people to figure their shit out. Yeah.
1: Often it's a cancer diagnosis. I had somebody on the podcast. That's what it took. Mm-hmm. It took a, a, a tumor. I remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Took a tumor mm-hmm. for him to make the change. And yeah. And then, yeah. But, but he,
0: but he, ch- he radicalized his oh, life. Oh yeah.
1: Radicalized. He changed his family. He, yeah. He
0: did it all. And he's thriving now. Yeah. He's, he's thriving. thriving. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't want people to get to that point. My tagline is, um, uh, disease prevention via nutrition. Mm-hmm. So my whole focus is disease prevention. Yeah. All kinds of disease yeah and you know it's so crazy to me when people say oh it's just that i'm so stressed out guess what yeah that's from your when food. you're stressed <laughs> out your nutrition is even more important yeah yeah if you're stressed and you're eating garbage guess what you're never gonna de-stress
1: mm-hmm. we just took a quick time out to enjoy some of monica's delicious roasted Kay. vegetables yes. roasted vegetables yeah. roasted
0: veggies on a uh, raw salad it was a uh, raw kale Parsley, uh microgreen sprouts. I had some tomatoes in there. Um, I had some avocado and I had a little bit of a mustard seed dressing, which I found out that you are very fond of uh mustard, correct? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a Boston thing or thank you?
1: No, no, I don't think so. I just love mustard. Yeah, Yeah. awesome. Nice. So I got a couple more questions for you. To somebody listening that's looking to make a personal change with their I like to focus on health. Um, make a personal change in their health or, or their life, you know, they're stuck in a rut that we talked about earlier. Um, what advice do you, do you give them? What do you, what's the first step they should take? Um, what would you tell them?
0: You know, one small step. And actually I started doing this when I was like 12 years old. I don't know if I read it somewhere or what, but drinking two glasses of water when you first wake up in the morning, that's as simple as that. Yeah. Just drinking two glasses of water when you wake up. Without a straw, without ice, Mm -hmm. you can put some lemons in there, some oranges, some limes um, to add more alkalinity from the fruits. Um, But that alone gives you, makes you feel good. Starts flushing out the toxins. Yeah. Gets you more regular, gets you going. Um, That's a really simple thing to do. I feel like when you start your day hydrated instead of dehydrated, like with coffee um, and some like heavily processed, you know, like something out of a a drive-thru or like bacon and eggs, which again does nothing for you. It's, it's, you know, um, highly toxic saturated fats, um, that just make you feel heavy and weigh you down. If you consume foods that elevate you revolutionary, just adding a green smoothie Mm -hmm. to your diet every day, even if you're still eating all that other crappy stuff, just having that water and that smoothie will be a game changer for you. And you'll notice these two small little changes, they're making me feel better. Maybe I'm going to make more good changes. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to make more better choices. Just implementing those two little things, huge, and getting outside more. Just spending more time outside. Mm-hmm. I don't care where you live. There's access to some kind of na- natural environment somewhere. Yeah. There's got to be. You may not live by the beach like I do, but there's got to be some kind of park. Some kind of, so there's something. There's got to be something out there. Just get outside. Yeah. Spend time in nature. Get off your phone. Mm. Leave your phone at home. Yeah. You're not that important. Yeah. <laughs> You're not. Like, yeah. you, the text can wait. You're not going to miss out on some, like, breaking news. And if you are, like, shit, it's still going to be there when you get home. Yeah. You know? Um, focus on people. Yeah. Talk to people. Look them in the eye. Like, it's it's such a game changer. Like, yeah. those little things. And I always compliment people. I love it. I always compliment people. And it comes from, it's like, it's genuine. You know, if I see someone that has beautiful eyes, I tell them. Mm. One day I saw a woman, she had the most beautiful green eyes i would ever seen. I told her, she got emotional. She said, you don't understand how much that means to me. I'm having the worst week ever.
2: Yeah, that's cool. Just
0: saying you have beautiful eyes. Just saying what I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. you know. And I really believe that people are always thinking stuff, but they don't voice it. I don't know why. Because kindness, you know gains kindness like so the kinder we are to each other like yeah. you'll take that kind energy and you'll pass it along and then it's just like this big yeah. circular thing so you know getting outside more saying speaking kind words to people complimenting people complimenting yourself yeah you Amen. know yeah um uh, moving more and just getting in some more raw nutrients you know that that those are big st- those are little steps but they're they have big long-term yeah. effects i like you know? it yeah
1: i like it all right last question my brand is called eat green make green yeah I believe that eating green, Makes you know, you eat, some green. Eat, eating <laughs> plant-based, eating eating vegan, puts me in the best position to succeed, succeed at whatever it is I do in yeah. life. That's kind of how I define the the make green portion of that. So what does make green mean to you? Why do you live this lifestyle?
0: You know, I, I feel so blessed to have the lifestyle that I have. I feel like I, I, I'm not putting out this frenetic, stressed energy to gain, to have, to acquire, because I live simply, and to me, that is making green, because mm. I'm not, like, zeroed in on a toxic lifestyle to, to accumulate materialistic possessions that don't serve me, and therefore make me ill, and make me, like, have a shitty quality of life so like I feel like I'm making green every day by just opting out of again supporting any kind of corporation that provides products that have no value so I don't spend money on things that just bring nothing to the table basically have no value um, and I'm in, a, I'm in a profession that I am so proud of because I'm doing work that changes people's lives just like you do mm. like we're in a, in a I don't even like to call it a business it's more of a It's a calling. Yeah. You know, it's what I say. It's like other people like, Oh, this is what you do. I say, no, this is my legacy. Yeah. This is what I'm going to be known for. Mm. You know, changing people's lives. Even if it's just one conversation I have with someone randomly that I'll never see again. I know I affected them. Yeah. Even if they didn't agree with me on at the moment, I know I made them think. Yeah. You know, so just staying true to who I am, speaking up in situations where I know I need to not having fear, you know, and again, the confidence comes from my brain being clear and yeah. being hydrated and consuming foods that serve me. Yeah, because I have self love.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: that to me is making massive amounts of green. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and honestly, I I, I have a very blessed life. I mean, I I you know I I thank the universal energy for rewarding me with bringing amazing people into my life, opportunities falling into my lap, and I really. I really believe that it's because not only one, I I believe that I am worthy of receiving them, but because I'm, I'm really just, again, not trying to do what I am doing it because there's either trying or doing, there's no in between. Mm -hmm. You don't try it. You do it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the approach I have with my clients too. Stop telling me you're going to try, just do it, you know? So I'm doing it and therefore things are happening for me, you know, and I'm, and it's, it's a pleasure. It's an honor and it's a privilege and I never take anything for granted. One thing we could take from today is gratitude. Mm. Have gratitude for everything. And if you don't like something, then just change it. It's all in your hands.
2: Yeah. That's it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank (laughs) Thank you, you, that was awesome.
0: This was an honor, this was amazing, and um, I look forward to more projects with you. Totally, absolutely, thank you. this is the best, thank you. Cool, we did
1: it. Awesome stuff with Monica there. I really encourage you to follow her on Instagram at Monica Victoria, and if you live in the Newport Beach area, definitely reach out to her about uh, meal prep and coaching and getting your health and life on the right track. Uh, She's so inspiring, and I still can't believe she's almost forty. She just looks amazing, and it just she really is a great example of what a vegan lifestyle can do for. Um, your appearance and, and your your health and your life and your passion for everything you do. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation. For those that are interested in adopting a plant-based lifestyle, you're in luck. That's what I do. I work with men and women all over the world to adopt this lifestyle, to heal inflammation, to get off their medications and treat their health at the source, which is with diet, and lifestyle. My program called Seven Weeks for the Rest of Your Life is designed to teach you exactly how to transition into a healthier lifestyle. And I give you all the tools, all the resources, everything you need to adopt this lifestyle and apply it to your life for years to come. For more information on my course, pop over to eatgreenmakegreen.com slash coaching. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Have a great week.